On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks, in air quotes, <laughs> lose to the Houston Rockets. What do we see from Omax, Dexter Dennis, Rashawn Holmes? And then let's just talk about the Mavs and the state of where they are right now. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. <laughs> believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show. Appreciate each and every one of you for jumping on. Joining me today, the post-game prodigy. What you got for me? Slightly biased. If you guys are watching this one, man, <laughs> kudos to you. Really part of the raccoon squad if you're listening to this one. Like no real, one can question your fanhood. Real deep cut if you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this one. No one can. The no. term the term fanatic applies to you twofold, threefold, and all that. And when the Mavs win again, you could say, Man, I was there. December twenty second, the Mavericks against the Rockets. There are some of you listening that go, I remember the giraffe gaff. I remember some of the lowest times. I remember some <laughs> of the worst things that we've seen. Uh, the giraffe gaff was a lineup where Carlisle put out like five years ago where he played like four seven footers at the same time ahead of his time <laughs> <laughs> except for it was like Jeff Withy and like <laughs> <laughs> there's been th- there's was some dark end of uh like pre right before Luca times they were just some of them on purpose yeah some of them intentionally self-inflicted this game though just absolutely I mean just brutal <laughs> yeah just, because of who was out so you look at the injury report i that was sent before the game uh Kyrie was out still lively's out still josh green's out still maxi's out still exum was then added to the injury report and then luca like you there's the case in some instances that's your top like six guys <laughs> yeah six guys in some cases outside of tim hardaway jr that's probably your seven six or seven best players yeah and you know Derek jones jr and maybe yeah Derek williams yeah, but but still it's a, it's a lot it's at least your it's at least your top uh four as, as they've been playing right now with exum sneaking in there because he's been really good yeah. and it's definitely your top four like their top three ball handlers that yeah. you've had so far this season and so coming into this game rockets pretty healthy overall um uh, cam whitmore is supposed to be out this game he, he actually played by the way so uh, that was interesting but in this game though the mavs offense was maybe the worst offense i've seen from any team it, it ended up being not their worst offensive rating it ended up being like a 90 their worst offensive rating was two years ago they had a 75 offensive rating um, but cleaning the glass takes out garbage time at which they'll probably take out the whole fourth quarter in this one. And so I think it may drop down a little bit. This was just a terribly executed game as you would expect. Yeah. I mean, they don't, like you said, they were without their three best ball handlers. And I mean, we we've seen across the league. I mean, obviously this is not the greatest comparison, but like the Suns, they're supposed to have this historically great offense, but their offense struggles a lot. Why? They don't have a point guard. Like point guards, an important yeah. position. Not anyone can just take the ball. I'm like, all right, just dribble and then pass. You know, that's what they asked of Hardy tonight. And, you know, that's not who he is. It's just probably not who he's ever going to be. That's obviously not who Tim Hardaway is. The only guy they really have was, like, Seth. And he he's what? Like, he, he's not a guy you really want captaining your offense in any real capacity. Or, he, can, he can, like, handle the ball and he can dribble yeah. around. But, like, oof, it, it, you're, not, you're not really creating offense off of him, especially not the way the Mavericks are creating. If you're going to get yeah. upset about something tonight, it's that – 
the Mavericks are so unprepared for moments when Luka doesn't play or when Kyrie doesn't play because they just can't run any other offense besides that heliocentric one guy with the ball does something with it, pick and roll, that kind of stuff. Like they literally just can't do anything. And like most teams in the NBA, I'm not going to get mad about them losing this game, but most teams in the NBA can't run an offense besides who like through their stars and who their stars are. But the Mavericks, it, it just seems like they literally are helpless without, without Luca and without Kyrie and without, you know, (laughs) yeah, there's just no other offense. There's no other game plan there. Yeah. I mean, if these two guys miss, time at the same time at any point knock on glass i mean you're just did yeah <laughs> just missed like this, this will this will be every game like there's not i mean maybe dexter dennis this was the we saw it we saw the light with dexter dennis he was great tonight but yeah dexter dennis dexter dennis is just just katie nolan killing it in garbage time so <laughs> that's a, that a deep sports reference cut but hey he was killing it though to his credit but if you're gonna so if you're gonna be mad about anything it's just that they they just don't have another answer and that's been the case for a long time for a yeah. while is that they just don't even they don't even look like they're executing an offense out there when Luca's not playing. And yeah, so. I mean they built their entire roster to So this is this is why like people, you know, Gray Williams was horrible tonight. I mean, no toys yeah. around it. Tim Hardaway Jr. shot terribly tonight. The reality is is these guys are are brought in and paid to play alongside Luca. Like the team thinks these guys complement Luca very well, catch and shoot guys, guys who can defend, don't need to don't need the ball in their hands to do much. And uh whenever you take that guy out, yeah, it's gonna be really rough. So, yeah, I mean, they're just built to lose these games. And it is what it is. Like we've said, there's, if you take the top two guys out of most teams, it's going to be rough. But It's going to be rough, but I don't know that most teams score. And the Rockets are good defense. Let's say that. The Rockets are well, the third best defense in the NBA. So you got to give them credit for sure. But to score 17, 22, and 21 points in the quarters that you actually played, guys, yeah, I mean, it, it just it was, was awful. And the types of shots, the quality of shots they created were just were just awful overall. Uh, we did get to see some of uh, some of these young guys that you mentioned. First and foremost, uh, Omax got some good run. Got about 30 minutes of playing time. 20 points total. Six boards. Five of them offensive. He got two assists and a steal and was seven of nine from the free throw line. What did you see from Omax in this one? Nine free throw attempts, man. That is, that's, that's good. That's encouraging. He, uh, I forgot who it was. Is it Matei? Hopefully I'm not pronouncing her name wrong. But she posted a piece for uh, Mavs Money oh, yeah, Balls. Yeah, she uh, was talking about how, you know, Dante Exum fits so well with the Mavericks because the game's just so slow for him and how, like, a lot of these guys who come from, like, European leagues are like that. And uh, uh, for Omax, it's like you could see what, when the game starts to slow down for him as he gets a little bit more experience and, you know, is around an NBA organization more, he's going to be a real legitimate guy. I truthfully do. He's going to have to shoot threes. That's, like, the make-or-break thing for him ultimately. Sure. But his aggressiveness, his hustle, uh, I mean – he just looks so huge. I know he's a big guy, but man, like the, with how much space he takes up on the court and how quick he is and how long he is, he looks like two or three inches bigger than he actually is. I don't, I don't, I don't do that stuff. I said what I said, unapologetically. I'm just gonna stand by that. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Just gonna just I'll just let you sit with it for a second. <laughs> We're just not used to big wings around here, right? Like we're just not yeah. used to like a, a legitimately six nine wing with a long wingspan that projects as like you know this prototypical player that you just love in a in a combine or in a draft. And the Mavericks got one of those. And I saw I saw a couple of tweets before I gave up Twitter for the night. After uh, I'll tell you when I gave up Twitter for the night. But um, 
I saw some tweets like, oh, the Mavs, all they did, all they have is these mediocre players, like blah, 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 Rashawn Holmes. And I was like, the reason why they have Rashawn Holmes is because they got Omax. Yeah. And they, like you paid the price to, to bring in Omax and to get that guy. And I, I thought I saw some great stuff. He's always going to hustle. He's always going to do some great stuff when he hustles. And he was doing that tonight. The five offensive rebounds, I thought, were were mostly from hustle and getting to the ball. But getting the free throw line, it's something that we've been big on that he can do from day one. That's huge. The shot is the shot is tough. He hit one three in this one, airballed another one, missed missed badly on another. It's just not consistent yet. There's there's some weird like there's some weird wrist like mo- movement twisting in his shot that I've noticed as I've watched it in practices and warm ups and things like that. And so I'm I'm curious if the Mavericks get a full like a full season with him on it. But they did like start with him in August, so you'd think that they would have worked with him. Since then, on it, I mean, he's been he's been around the Mavs facility now for a little while, but it does take a while to to break down a yeah. shot and to build it back up and do all that. We saw we saw that with Josh Green with the Mavericks, um, but yeah, I I still am a believer in Omax too that he'll find a role as soon as it slows down for him. He's going to be really good. Just the size, his ability to already like put the ball on the deck. That's how he's getting these free throws is to put the ball on the deck, get into mm-hmm. a spot under the the rim and then just pump fake the hell out of everybody everybody around him and then eventually get fouled like that. That's how he's going to, that's kind of been his bread and butter so far right? as, as what he's done in the NBA. Yeah. And you, you know, like a young guy, rookie, if your shots not falling, you, we see all the time, these guys, they could lose confidence very easily. And then their games just shattered entirely. Yeah. But for Omax, you know, his shots not falling, but he's still attacking the rim, you know, with, unapologetically like he's he's not afraid to you know throw up an air ball or miss or whatever he's getting to the rim he's pump faking he's going to the free throw line I mean these are all really encouraging things and uh defensively it's there too like he just he he needs some time he needs some seasoning but all the tools are there he's gonna be a great player for the Mavs I'm, I'm convinced on that front yeah he's like if you or I cooked chicken but you just we just need to add some we just need to add some seasoning yeah. to him no 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 don't let me don't let me in that group uh don't let me in that group trust me what kind of seasoning you put on your chicken? I can't even say. <laughs> just like illegal substances say. you're getting from somewhere? A lot of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> just the buffest chicken out there. Yeah, no, I don't let I, me in the group. I, I thought Omax was a bright spot. And uh, at least from what you could take in this game, just a yeah. real dark, dark game. I saw, I saw a video earlier where a guy was in a... a he was in a cave, like a deep cave, doing like a like a walkthrough, like showing people through this cave. And here, like he's like, "All right, we've hit a point where there is no outside light that comes in. I'm gonna turn the flashlight <laughs> off." And he turns the flashlight off, and everybody freaks out because it's just so dark. Yeah, that's this game. It's that dark, and I'm gonna find one little like glowing thing from it. It's Omax because I do think that his role can project going forward. It's it's harder when you look at a guy like Dexter Dennis. Yeah, because Dexter Dennis, he played 17 minutes, scored 18 points, four assists, five rebounds. He was eight of 11 from the field, had some some good stuff like floaters and, you know, hit a three and and things like that. Hard. It's hard for me to find a role for him going forward. Uh, He is four years older than Omax. He is two years older than Josh Green. He's like a six, five wing. He kind of projects into that Josh Green role that we've been trying to figure out because he can handle the ball a little bit. He's springy. He can defend. It's kind of hard to find a role for him, but he did some good stuff in this game tonight, even though a lot of it was in garbage time. Yeah, no, I mean, he did some stuff handling the ball that I thought was really interesting and kind of helping that group offensively. Big reason why the Mavericks did end up putting 36 points up in the fourth quarter compared to, like, I don't know if they scored 36 points the rest of the game. but um, <laughs> scored 39 points in the first half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's... 
when you're a fan and if you're watching the game, if you're still watching the game when Dexter Dennis was going off, like your your mindset is I'm leaving here with something, and then you see like some players go off in garbage time, and you you know you want to be super excited about that, but reality is it's it's. I don't know if the team even takes away a lot. Like Doc Rivers was on the Bill Simmons podcast talking about how coaches don't yeah. really like garbage time is not something that really gets factored into the equation a lot of the times. But uh, no, he looked really good though. I, I give him some props, and he's been good in the G League too, from uh, what people are saying. Yeah, uh, cleaning the glass is a site made by uh, Ben Falk that he used to work in the NBA for a while, and he that cleaning the glass completely takes out garbage time. So like the whole fourth quarter of this game would be completely just null and void statistically on on that site. And I'm okay with that because it's not you're yeah. not really getting a good representation of the Mavericks in this one. He could he could say this whole game was garbage time, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they should have some stat like okay, five five rotation players out. This game just doesn't count unless yeah, they like, win. It has to be like your if your four top minute getters so far like are, are out or something like that, two yeah. all stars, and it's like then it doesn't get it doesn't count. But yeah, De- I thought Dexter Dennis at least you know showed something, showed some fight, showed some uh, like you said some ball handling, some ability to put the ball in the in the bucket. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, maybe the match turns to every once in a while. Yeah, and like, even if he doesn't play much more, like if you're a coach, assistant coach, like I don't think any coach would actually say this, but you know, you elbow Josh Green, you elbow Jaden Hardy. Don't elbow Josh Green in the elbow. We're, yeah, we're don't elbow him just in the elbow. We don't know what's going on. We're actually not even sure if his elbow is still connected to his then. body. Yeah, we should at least know something. And kid before the game is like, hey guys, I, I don't know what you want me to say. We just tell us something. I, t- I, I, I try to tell you guys. They're like, ask him. Why don't you ask him about injuries? I'm telling you, this is what he's going to say every single time. He's. I have to apologize that you felt that he should have played more. <laughs> it's just the way he answers questions all the time. I just don't like the snarky snarkiness. Like, fans want to know. We're oh, watching this team oh, drown. <laughs> We're watching this team drown. And it's like, when are these guys coming back? Like, the Shams had to come out and tell you, Kyrie started rehab. Oh, what does that mean? Like, what? how long is that going to take? People are like Christmas, but rehab doesn't sound good to me. That sounds like a week or two. It's actually rehab for his uh, YouTube deep dive conspiracy oh, theory okay. addiction. Okay, we've all been there where we're like, I gotta scrub my YouTube timeline. I'm gonna like yeah. go back and like delete a bunch of my history so that it doesn't come yeah. up in my algorithm anymore. Or you're just in some weird Reddit rabbit hole and it's like, wait, it's four a.m. <laughs> it's four a.m. and I'm scared to go outside. <laughs> I got one in TikTok recently about giants. Oh, like actual giant, like giant people. Yeah, yeah. I've been down the giant rabbit hole. Ever seen that one where you're just like scrolling and all of a sudden there's like this guy that the FBI like picked up and he wasn't allowed to like leave his home and then we like never heard from him again because he posted this video of this. There's this like mountain like right in front of like right in front of him in view, Uh snow capped. And he looks at the top, and there just looks like the, it looks like this giant walking person. I know is on top exactly of this, the video you're on talking top about. Of this mountain, and then there's this whole conspiracy <laughs> that the government came and like picked him up and left. Uh-huh. If you don't, if you never see us again, if you never yeah. hear from me or slightly ever again, it's because of this. Yeah, uh, seriously, I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but because uh, I don't believe any of them, but I'm like an enthusiast. I like I like knowing them. I like <laughs> seeing what people are talking about. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting one. I can, but I don't believe that. it. I can get with that. Uh, yeah. I'm an enthusiast as well. I I think I do believe that Leah Michelle can't read though. That's a that's a conspiracy theory. She's the she was the main girl from Glee, and a lot of people think she can't okay. she can't read. See, that one's just like a mean spirited. I I like the weird <laughs> ones. I like the weird ones. Well, the problem with conspiracy theories is if you go a little bit too deep, they get like they end up getting very racist and very anti-Semitic <laughs> quickly. Where <laughs> you're at the end, like, wait, what? I don't know how we got here. Uh, out of context, Lockdown Maps out of context has a lot to work with in this episode. Yeah, that is, that is not a lot to sure. say. 
Rashawn Holmes, the one thing that I do have a question about from this game, like a tactical what is going on with this game, why start Markeith Morris instead of Rashawn Holmes? Because I thought Rashawn Holmes had some good stuff in this game, 16 points, eight boards, five offensive boards in this one, had a couple of good like dunks. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand how like how kid comes to the decision to to play Morris instead of Holmes. Yeah, I was I was wondering that too. And I was wondering if maybe we talked a couple nights ago, they come back against the Clippers was the small ball unit. And they did it in this game too. He came back in the second half and Curry yeah. started instead of him. And so I wondered if that was maybe I, the coaching staff will never tell you they're expecting a loss, but I they did not think they were going to win this game tonight. There's just no way. And I wonder if it was more so, you know, if we're going to go smaller, like if that's something we want to do moving forward, maybe Markeith can be a guy who could be a small ball five for us. Mm-hmm. So let's let's run him out tonight. That would be my that would be my guess. Otherwise, I have no idea. My first my my guess for this game specifically was we've just got to shoot the lights out. Yeah, yeah, three. yeah like, We've just got to hit that a too. bunch of threes. And so let's just throw out five guys that can hit a three. And Markeith has been okay in, in some spurts this year. Yeah, and, he's given us some nice. Uh, he's definitely confident in his three point shot because at media day we asked who's the best shooter and he said myself. Like uh, it. I like it. Like, okay. I was like, all right. On a team with Seth Curry and with Kyrie and with and with uh, Tim Hardaway. And hey, go for it, man. <laughs> go off, twin. Yep. Uh, so I, that's why I think they did that. But I, yeah. I don't think Rashawn Holmes would have made like that big of a difference if they started him no. earlier. But I do wonder like what's the decision with, with playing him more, starting him more. And I kind of think either one of the things that we said uh, could have been right. Definitely weird. Do we talk about Jaden Hardy? Oh man. It's just a sad convo. It's he's went three of seventeen in this game, two of twelve from three. He still got the green light from three. And he was he was one of the guys where you go, all right, if they're gonna win this game, he's just gotta yeah. go off. And it just doesn't seem like he had he had five fouls in this game, too. It just does just doesn't seem like he has that other gear where he can create his own shot. It just seems like the regression from all right, summer league, let's handle the ball a little bit, handle the ball some more to now where he's just like all he's doing is is getting the ball and sh- like picking it picking it up and shooting basically it just feels like he's regressed on in that area because of how badly it went this summer yeah i mean i'm i'm not ready to give up on him or anything yet no. like he's still shown great flashes but i saw uh, is talk tweeted out today that he's shooting the same percentage from the rim as he did last year he's worse for mid-range than he was a year ago so right now he's just an inefficient scorer which is why like we've been saying on this show like if he's not hitting his threes, then there's not much he's doing for you, and he's not going to play because he's not doing any of the other things right now currently. So maybe you know, maybe it is a weird confidence thing where they tried out the point Hardy experiment in the summer league, and it was not good at all. And maybe that did mess with him a little tiny bit. But if he wants to like develop into like a real legitimate player, I think that was a good like decision for him for his development. But it just didn't work out. He's playing like Tim Hardaway has the last couple of years before this one. Yeah. Like weird, out of control, like shots that make you scratch your head. Shots where it's like, hey, we can get that shot with three seconds left on the yeah, shot right. clock, Why'd not with 16. One? Yeah, but I mean, without the three-point shooting of Tim, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it, it Hardy's play this season, not just this game, but this season so far has made me maybe take a step back on some of the, all right, could he be Jordan Poole last year? Could he be Tyrese Mack? He could be Jordan Poole this year. He's probably Jordan Poole <laughs> yeah. this year right now. <laughs> could he be, you know, take the leap to Tyrese Maxey, Anthony Simons? Like, could he end up taking those type of leaps? And it's, it seems like it's farther off than yeah. The leap would come next year if it's if it's the same. If he's the same age as those guys. But also, too, Hardy Hardy's a good athlete, but he's not like 
you know, uh, Anthony Simons is like an absurd athlete. Yeah. He's just an absurd athlete. And Maxie, Jordan Poole. Su- super quick. Like, they're yeah. one of the fastest in the NBA. So, Hardy's going to have to rely on, like, being just uber crafty. And that's tough. That That's that's difficult. There's not a lot of guys who, who have made a career in the NBA just being, like, uber, uber crafty. With, and like, if, and if okay athleticism. Yeah, and if you're that, you've got to make incredibly good decisions and know exactly yeah. what to do with the ball. And that's been his weakness so far in the NBA. And so, that's where we're, we're kind of stuck. I mean, took 17 shots, zero free throws. Not, yeah. not really a good sign in a game. Like and he this. started like 0 of 8. So it was just a rough game for Hardy. Again, not, I'm not like, we're not, re- I'm not ready to give up on him or anything. Like, I'm not like rushing to the trade machine to get him out of here. But, why would um, you, why would you do that at this point? Now we're, now we're so down on him. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's another thing I think people do is that they're just like, all right, let's trade this guy. He sucks. Let's trade Dwight. Let's trade Jaden Hardy. It's like, okay. Well, no one's going to take, <laughs> no one's going to take them now. Also, like it, NBA GMs aren't. They're not like Twitter, you know, pe- NBA Twitter people where they're just so yeah, reactionary reaction. to one game. Like they they know who Jaden Hardy is. They've seen him. If a team wants him, they've seen what he can do, and they say, "Oh, if we do this with him or do that with him, it will really work out." Like this game is not changing anything for any of these guys. No trade wise, because I've seen people say I saw people say that. Where it's like, "Oh, we can't trade him now." It's like, well, you well, couldn't got- trade him after this. You couldn't trade him before it either. What got me off Twitter today is somebody replied and said, "When do we start thinking about keeping the draft pick?" <laughs> oh yeah! Right now, the Mavs start the tank. To, the Mavs that have to be in the top ten, which but how like they can't be. They can't. Well, be there's close a, there's already there. there's already like four teams. Or if you lost out, I don't even know if you'd finish <laughs> worse than. Yeah, I don't know if you're catching Detroit's loss losses by like February. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't. You might not. Well, you probably Mavs will are lose fourteen games back. For, Okay, from 10, they're four games back right now. I can't even believe Why are you even entertaining this? <laughs> Why are you even entertaining this? <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, I got me off Twitter. And now you're like, well, they are four games back. <laughs> well, I wanted to see how far away it was. But how many teams, though? That, that was the tankathon thing a year ago. Where it was like, yeah, we're only a game back, but it was like, but we're six teams back. Yeah, they are. They are nine teams, I think, away, yeah, from, okay. <laughs> away from top ten. Which is, that's a distance to go. Is that the is that the theory? Like, oh, well, Luca's fine. They're just tanking this game just in case they need it at the end of the year. Like, I think, just, I think, the reason why I think they did it today is they needed rest for Luca. That's something me yeah, and Dana I mean, talked about the other day. I mean, he just desperately needed it. He was le- leading the league in minutes in December and shots, <laughs> both both things. Just an incredible workload on him. The Dante one is interesting. Well, the two the two new dads they get off they get okay another, that makes they get sense. Another day. But I wonder too if it was like since they played tonight in Houston and then tomorrow night in Dallas. I'm assuming they're traveling tonight. If it was just yeah. like a hey, like we're probably gonna lose this game anyways. Like all like Dante, you stay behind too and just make sure you're ready to go tomorrow night. Yeah, the Houston fans don't need to see you guys, but yeah, the Mavs fans. And if it you're a Mavs fan who's like, I went down to Houston to watch them. Why'd you do that? Uh, our for our friend Valencia King went down went down there to, I saw her <laughs> tweeting about it and posting about it and I was like oof that was, that was a rough one to why not just why not just in. why not just stay up here and go to the game tomorrow night how much is how much is four four hours of gas how much, how much and, is, and you have to be in Houston actually eight hours because you go there and you gotta go back you gotta go back to and you do have to spend some time in Houston apparently yeah not not the best time yeah glad glad we didn't make that call and do that yeah. Uh, let us know anything in the comment section. I don't care what it is. Let, just let, yeah. us, let us know anything in the comments. If you're here, actually, let me know if you're here in the comment section. 
Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night. Hopefully much better result against the Spurs. They're very terrible. We get to watch women Yama again, hopefully. And then maybe Luca comes back and then, and then Christmas we're like, we're so close to it. So keep coming back to locked on Mavs. Really appreciate you guys. If you stuck through this far guys, thanks for listening to locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.